This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons preached by Rev. Adam Moline at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. You can find our website at goodshepherdlincoln.org, and the texts for our sermons each week follow the historic one-year lectionary. Let's listen in to today's sermon. In the name of Jesus, amen. Our text today is from the gospel lesson just read, especially these words. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Your friends in Christ, within today's gospel lesson is the sinful, broken world's favorite Bible passage. I know you thought it was John 3.16, but it's not. It's the words that Christ says today. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Our sinful, broken world pulls these verses out of this gospel lesson, pulls them out of their right context, and uses them whenever it suits their needs. They use these words of Christ to justify themselves. Anytime they want to do something sinful, any time they want to do something out of the norm, they use these words of Jesus. Sounds like this. Who are you to judge, you preachy Christian? Don't you know what Jesus says? Judge not. So why are you judging me? Let's just be honest. It's not only the world that uses these words that way. So often, we do as well. We use this way of thinking. We use these words of Christ we use them to get away with whatever we want, when we want. I want to live with my boyfriend or girlfriend, and you better not judge me, Jesus says. I want to do some new way to break the sixth commandment. And you better not judge me, Jesus says. I want to drink all the time. I want to be addicted to this drug. You better not judge me. I want to skip church. Don't you condemn me. I worship false gods of this world like wealth and power and politics and you better not condemn me for it. I worship false gods 
that are invented and imaginary, like Allah or the Mormon Jesus. But you, because your God says so, cannot condemn or judge me. I do this. I do that. I steal. I gossip. But you can't judge me. Or I'll tattle on you to Jesus. This is the way the world uses these words. It's the way we use these words. But it's only halfway right. It is true that we as Christians do not judge. We do not condemn. Only Christ does. And Christ judges by the power of his holy word. And Christ condemns those who do not hear his word nor keep it. Christ's word is the ultimate authority. And that word is clear when it comes to you and your actions. It clearly defines adultery as any sexual thought or action outside of God's one man, one woman union. It defines murder clearly so that even hating your brother is murdering him in your heart. It defines false teaching as an abomination before the one true God. God's word is so clear that it condemns all of us as poor, miserable sinners because we cannot keep God's law as God's word demands. God's word is the judge. God's word condemns. And it is applied against us. And we are found guilty. And so we're not the judges. God is. We cannot judge something is right or wrong unless it matches with God's own judgment in His revealed Word. Who are we to say adultery is okay when God's Word makes clear that it's a sin? Who are we to say it's okay to cheat on my taxes just a little bit when God's Word says theft is sin? Who are we to judge saying, I can live true to myself how I want to now? when your life was given to you as a gift by the God who tells you how to act. But we try, don't we? We misuse God's Word, especially today's text, to self-justify to make excuses for the sin that we do wrong, as if telling some other person will make us right in God's eyes. But no matter how much we do this, 
no matter how much we self-justify, we find out the truth. We still are sinners. We still fall short. We are judged by God's word. We are condemned by what it says. In the gospel lesson for today, Jesus says it this way, we have a log in our own eyes. And that log is sin. That log is in all of our eyes. All of us have sinned. And therefore, we need mercy. And that's exactly what our Lord is happy to give. It is a mercy earned by His suffering, bleeding, and dying on the cross. It's mercy bought at a price. Not gold or silver or the riches of this world, but by the holy precious blood, innocent suffering and death of Jesus, God's only begotten Son. He had no log in his eye. So he could see your sin clearly. He could see what needed to be done to forgive your sin, to make you holy, righteous, and blameless in God's eyes. He pulls the log out of your own eyes. He fashions it into a cross. He's crucified and killed for you, for your sin, so that you might be blameless and pure and holy. Christ makes you well. He has mercy. Mercy upon you. Mercy upon me. By his wounds we receive that mercy. Now let's be completely clear about what mercy is. Mercy is not acceptance. Mercy is not acceptance. Those two words mean completely different things. Mercy does not embrace that which is wrong. It does not condone sin and make it okay. You are not free to do whatever you want, no matter how wicked, because Christ has mercy. The law is good and wise. The law is still in force. 
Wrong is still wrong. Christ has not said that it is acceptable for us to live as sinners. It is not okay that we have broken his word. He has not said, this is the way you were born, so it's okay to act that way. He does not abolish his law. What mercy does is this. It speaks the truth about your own sin. Even when it's hard to hear, hard to believe, and means so much of what you've done is wrong. His mercy speaks the truth about your sin, and then it speaks about what Christ has done for that sin, so that it might be forgiven. Your sin has died with him on the cross. Christ kills your sin so that you no longer have to live with it. You are not a slave to sin because of Christ's mercy. You're free now. Free to do what's right. Free to do what God's Word says. That's what real freedom is. It's not that thing that we'll celebrate this week as if we can live in a hedonistic society doing whatever we want when we want. That's slavery. Slavery to sin and death. Freedom is living as a Christian, doing what is right according to God's Word, loving God, loving your neighbor. Christ pulls the log out of your eye. Why would you put it back in? Christ dies for your sin. Why will you commit it again? The sin is forgiven. The sin is made well. The sin is paid for by the blood of Jesus. So live covered by the blood of Jesus. Do not make yourself the judge as the world tries to do and ends up being the blind leading the blind. Instead, be merciful even as your Father is merciful. Merciful by sending Christ for you. Mercy begins by calling sin what it is, by telling friends and family about it in love. And with even more love, speaking about the forgiveness of that sin won by Christ. Telling them what he has done for you. What he has earned on the cross for you. 
and how that mercy is freely distributed here in God's own house. Here, where mercy reigns supreme. Mercy does not accept your loved one's sin. It forgives it the only way that it can be, by killing it day and day after in the waters of holy baptism. Mercy can only be found in Christ, who gives his own body and blood for you to eat and drink for forgiveness of your sins. Mercy can only be found in God's Word, preached in its truth and purity and in its completeness, not leaving out the parts you don't like or don't want. Mercy comes to you in the divine service, in the church, the words of your pastors, and the sacraments delivered. And that mercy brings you God's forgiveness. Yes, it is a struggle to live in this world according to God's judgment and not our own. But we consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us. The creation waits with eager longing, the revelation of who we really are, the day when all the sin will be rightly proclaimed what it is, and there will be no escape. And there will be peace for us in Christ. There will be life for us in Christ. There will be glory for us in Christ. And we'll live in God's love, world without end, forever and ever. We are not the judge. God is. And in Christ, the judgment is this. We are forgiven. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. That concludes today's sermon from Pastor Adam Moline. For more information about the Lutheran faith, check out our church website, goodshepherdlincoln.org. The title of this podcast, With Intrepid Heart, comes from the conclusion to the Book of Concord, where it is written, This is our faith, doctrine, and confession, in which we also are willing, by God's grace, to appear with intrepid hearts before the judgment seat of Christ and give an account of it. God's blessings on your day.